Welcome to episode 346 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast, a podcast about life if your life is all about parkrun. I'm Ollie Spake and I'm joining again after a while from Darawal country. And I'm Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. Welcome back to the host chair, Ollie. Thank you. Thank you, Mel. Uh, it's good to be back, but uh, always nice to listen to some wonderful other hosts. Get to enjoy listening to the podcast and not hearing that annoying guy. <laughs> we don't think you're annoying. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short. But what we actually didn't just talk about in our pod recording preparation is the fact that we've actually invited Simon and Top to be regular contributors. So surprise. <laughs> yes. Guess what? Guess who? Yeah. <laughs> of course, you already knew about that. But, uh, yeah, Tok and Simon are going to be joining me once a month on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as I say, I, I really do enjoy listening to them, as I have enjoyed listening to so many of our other wonderful hosts and contributors. And as always, Mel, we, we, we enjoy listening to you and uh, um yeah, hopefully you get a bit of time off at some stage as well, Mel. But, uh, yeah, thanks to Tok and Simon for being a part of the team and uh, particularly to all of you for, for giving me a little bit of balance uh, as work and family and a bit of kick lately has kept me more than occupied. Yes, and welcome to the team, to both of them, and thank you for agreeing to come on board. But, Ollie, it's really weird because, well, I've only been mm. back in Melbourne for three hours so far, <laughs> um, and I haven't had the usual amount of time to prepare all my no. notes. I'm a bit OCD and I like to be really organised, so apologies that I don't have my normal level of that. But also, I saw you yesterday. Yes, yeah. So it's kind of like... Strange, like <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a little strange, and uh, I can't remember if I saw you a week before or two weeks before. It's uh, it's been a bit of a blur, but um, I guess that makes us a bit like the odd couple there, Mel. Because <laughs> yeah, your your OCD is, is maybe countered by my. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, but- <laughs> let's start. Let's ch- moving straight along to the kick yay. Let's talk about that. Oh, that's a dangerous topic to... Have you got the fever? I've got the fever. <laughs> it's a dangerous topic to start with. <laughs> How long have you got? Well, so, look, I was thinking about this on the flight home today because it's Monday night, we're recording. Yeah. There's another game to go Wednesday, so by the time the pod comes yes. out... Then they will have won through to the final. That's yeah, right. Right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to just say the opposite so I can edit in the correct response? <laughs> yeah, they'll be in the third-place playoff, but they will have done spectacularly well regardless, and we're proud of them. But we had excitement while we were um, – well, you were at a match on Saturday night, wasn't yeah. it? Was it after Parkrun Day? Um, but we were both in Sydney. I was – I watched the game at the local pub with the Frasers yeah, and, yeah. Oh, it was an amazing experience to be in sort of like in a public place, I guess, and and have that level of fixation and interest on the game. Isn't it going off? It really is. I should have written down some words because I found it very difficult to put into words just how much the weekend gave me. But to see so many people taking joy uh, and enjoying the suspense along the way, the thrills, the ups, the downs, the worry, um, the sheer panic. 
all of that um, that you know that I've been enjoying. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's mind blowing, and um, I guess uh, a lot of people have expressed it. But uh, what a wonderful team! What a wonderful bunch of humans um, to be up there and and showing the way. So. Uh, yeah, there's a few words. <laughs> I know it's an international game, but I have mm. to be honest, in my life, in my 53 years, I have not really ever had any interest whatsoever in soccer. I have not known anybody who played it even socially. Um, it wasn't something that I was interested in watching until I went to the game a couple of years ago with was it last year with Harry? Mm, um, mm. That was my first introduction to the international game of soccer. Um, obviously, I knew it was a sport, but I've had the steepest learning curve in the last few weeks. Um, <laughs> I now can probably name, you know, a quarter of the Matilda's side. I've learnt the rules and um, I'm just so invested. I spoke to my mum on the phone last night, Ollie. My mum has been watching the soccer. <laughs> We've got the same favourite player, which is Hayley yep. Razzo. What a legend. And, um, yeah, she's tuning in each match as well. And my mother's never watched a game of soccer in her life either. This is how it's gripping mm. the country. Mm. It really has. It really has. Um, and, yeah, it's been it's been a pleasure to to get to enjoy it and to, to go and attend games but uh yeah just the thrill of watching it even on the big screen on saturday night before i went to the columbia england match uh which i was late for kickoff incidentally because of <laughs> because it just went on um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the the thrill of seeing so many people enjoy it and um yeah bring on more Absolutely. Hmm. But yes, it did. It did lead to a bit of a late night on Saturday night, which made Sunday morning and and Sunday's events uh, all the more exciting, but uh, slightly more challenging too. But I'm getting ahead of myself, Mel. Um, do I cut myself off from talking about the kicko now and say, <laughs> how was your parkrun day? And would you like to kick us off with uh, some of the excitement of the weekend? Well. Like I said, I, I haven't prepared as I usually do, but obviously we did go to Centennial Park Run, mm. which we had mentioned is quite central in Sydney and it was a 7 a.m. start. It was wonderful to meet adventurers Rex Green, Andrew Blander and Cherie and Jason Coddle for the first time. Yep. And, of course, to chat to all those adventurers who came out, even if it uh, – even if it wasn't a new event for them or a Wilson number. So more than one person said to me on the morning, Ollie, that they just really wanted to come for the catch-up. And so I just love how the community was motivated to attend just to get together and hang out, catching up afterwards at the Spruce Goose for our coffee and our park faff. So uh, I took it pretty easy. I had a a cruisy run chat with Ingrid, Ingrid Botha. Yep. And, yeah, enjoyed it very much. It is a beautiful course. I One lap in a hmm, almost a Y shape, is that how they describe it, Ollie? Yeah, I find it difficult to describe that 
that shape. It sort of bends in on itself and slices itself up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it, is a, it is a lovely spot there and... Yeah, we won't we won't go calling it the prettiest park run in Sydney, but it is it is a particularly nice one, and it was well attended, wasn't it? With so many people attending as visitors to Centennial um, there on Gadigal Land, as it was just down the road from the Expo for City to Surf, so how convenient! And I was asked whether or not that was part of our planning. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I can't remember who threw out the suggestion for Centennial, um, but I didn't really mind, and I was happy to do. And then somebody else said, "Oh, it's really close to the expo, so that'll be good." I don't mm. think it was the main reason, but yeah, I think as as you said, and as other people indicated, it was. Great location with the intention of being able to to catch up with what was hopefully convenient, but it's not lost on me. It wasn't convenient for a number of our adventurers that did make a significant trip and a significant effort to, to come in, to participate, to volunteer and to spend a bit of time. So, uh, look, echo what you said, wonderful to meet. Um, that will put some new faces to some of the voices and some of the words and to get to, to run along uh, with a nice fast run Rex, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but to run along and enjoy the park run with, uh, yeah, with several people getting to chat along the way, uh, even to adopt uh, a park runner that was was just looking to uh, to find some fellow park runners on the way there. But I didn't manage to sign Tegan up to the Adventurers Club, Mel, so she disappeared before we managed to sign her up. I don't know if you managed. No. No, a visitor from South Bank, but... Uh, We'll, we'll find a way. If anyone's listening from South Bank Park Run, <laughs> go and find Tegan and sign her up. But, yeah, it was it was quite a weekend. Um, dare I ask you, how was your city to surf? Because, of oh, course, that happened too. Gosh, this I know. It's just been a big weekend. So I And I did do an extra post on Sunday for all those who attended City to Surf to share their photos. Yes. Now, a special mention to Sarah Foley and Caroline Stevenson, who I did manage to grab a selfie with quickly on the morning, who were behind the Wonder Woman Guinness World record attempt. Yeah. My understanding is... Is that there were approximately 280 Wonder Woman participating in the attempt and that the record was achieved. Yay. Um, I did a Google search and I couldn't actually find any anything in the in the media, mm. in the socials, uh, referencing the um, results of the world record, but we will bring those to you when we do come across them. We also wish to give Sarah all our very best as she now begins her treatment for her brain cancer. And I'd like to ask you to consider making a donation to the Cure Brain Cancer Fund that uh, the Guinness World Record was being done to support. Um, we will find an appropriate link to add to this week's pod post if you'd like to contribute to that wonderful cause. Wonderful. Huh. See what I did there? <laughs> But I was a part of that attempt joining with fellow Tool and Creek Park runners Tracy Donald and Tiani Burton, as well as Shell Harbour favourites Brendan and M Scholarly, with Nathan and John as well. Can I also say well done to John, who beat me over the line by a little under three minutes, John being a Minipi Park runner and 82 years old. That's John Scholarly. 
Yeah, he ain't slow. No, he certainly isn't. Um, and I also found the man with the giant orange moustache, the very one and only Carlos, Carlos Durkey, and I believe – Carlos had many adventures coming up and saying hello to him on the morning. And you can also find links to Carlos's Movember fundraiser in the comments of last week's episode, 345, Level 2 with a Hoogar. Yeah, some great causes. And I can't tell you how relieved I was to see that that attempt was achieved. Having not managed to get my costume in order, but you all looked spectacular. <laughs> yeah, lucky we weren't one short, Ollie, because <laughs> we know whose fault that would have been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how was your run, though? It was hard. It was it was really <laughs> quite hard. I just wanted to walk, but it was nonetheless a great time. We were very fortunate with the weather. Lovely to spot a few familiar and friendly faces beforehand and afterwards and to see all those Wonder Woman costumes as well as some of the other highlights as well and to get to to catch up with at least a few of you after the event as well. So I, I had a great time also sharing it with Hannah, my eldest, who had been wanting to do it uh, for many years and, you know, she has been, she's been trying to work up to it despite, you know, getting sick here and there along the way and she and James, her boyfriend, they, they, they knocked it over and they felt great and I was very proud. So to enjoy that with Hannah and James and my mum, was an absolute highlight. I know. Well done, Galen. It was also nice to see Galen again, both on Park Run Day. Oh, actually, I didn't get to see her at City to Surf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. But um, how did she go? She did all right? She did. She did. So, yeah, Hannah and James came in just under two and a half hours. Mum came in just under two hours and 20. And everyone's a tad sore today, but everyone felt pretty wonderful at the end. How many has your mum done? Was that her first? No, no. She has, yeah, she's done a fair few. It might be close to 10 for her. And and Mel, I actually worked out how many I've done. You asked oh, me this good. yesterday oh, and yes. I didn't have a clue. Okay, tell us. <laughs> 15. Oh. Yeah, what do you know? Excellent. Congratulations. Including the virtuals, but yes, 15. I was doing a little bit of a poll with some of the adventurers that we mm. saw on the day. So for a start. Stephen Jackson was doing his 38th, so I'm thinking that's pretty impressive. And I do yes. believe he came second in his age category. Mm. Brendan Peel, he told me, I got the bus back to Bondi Junction with Brendan. He told me he's done 35. Wow. Andrew Blander, he thought he was around the 15 mark as well. Um, Chris Fraser did his 19th. Yep. Wow. And it was my 8th. So there you go. Some healthy totals. Now, I should be outing Brendan's scholarly here, but I'm going to get the number wrong if I do that. So, Brendan, so I can report it in next week's pod, my self-appointed homework is to reconfirm the number of city to surfs that you have done because uh, I believe that is also a high number. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and there was many, many more adventures out there. We don't really have a total um, <laughs> of everybody, right. but I did make the Channel 9 news footage. <laughs> Of in course. My, in my Matilda's beanie. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah. What a, what a touch, Mel. It was impressive that you managed to complete the Wonder Woman costume with a Matilda's touch. Yeah. Well, aren't they just the um, 
epitome of Wonder Women in my Very eyes. Fitting. Very yeah. fitting. I tell you what, though, it's damn hot to run 14 kilometres in a beanie. I don't know. I <laughs> don't know how you did it. I wanted to run in my Matilda's shirt and I was a bit concerned about that. I was hot in my singlet. I almost took off my glasses to cool down. So running in a beanie, uh, I think that makes you a Wonder Woman for sure. Yeah, I'll take that. But we should move on, Ollie, news and discussion for this week. Now, I have been alerted to a new big thing that's been installed at the Seven Creeks Park Ooh. in Euroa in the greatest state. It is a giant magpie sculpture and this coming right in time for swooping season. <laughs> I was actually swooped last Wednesday on a walk around my local area for the first time for the year. It started. Well, you do love magpies, so uh, you must be happy. It's not even swoopy September that it started. <laughs> but, yeah, there you go. So anybody on the tourist trail heading out to Euroa, keep your eye out for that new art installation. Three metres tall, I do believe. Wow, that is a big one. Yes. Yeah. Mm, giant um, metal magpie. Now, in some other news and Everyone will have seen this, I, I trust, but just in case you haven't, the portal is open for ordering your adventurer's shirts and uh, particularly special news is the kid sizes are now available as well. So orders will be closed on the 31st of August and shirts will be made to order once orders are closed. So delivery will be approximately five weeks after that. But if you did miss out or if you would just like more and you would like to be a part of it then jump in do let us know by email if for any reason you have any questions but uh, that portal link is there and available yes and special thank you to the office lady for um organizing another run of our shirts and people are starting to notice them out in the field ollie and i think that uh, we're getting a bit of brand recognition so i just wanted to get another run of the shirts before we get into that later part of the year where everybody just starts to focus on Christmas time. Also a very special time, but yes, thank you very much to our own Office Lady Wonder Woman. Now, in other news last week, oh, I forgot to mention that Singapore was having their special day. Mm. Their national day was held last week on Wednesday the 9th of August and there was three adventurers running at East Coast Park Run. East Coast Park, Park Run rather, at event 357 with 222 participants and tourists from Denmark, Malaysia, South Africa, UK, Japan and Australia. I'm pretty sure I spied Harry's parents in the volunteer photo too um, and the adventurers in attendance were Leonie Butler, Heather Morgan and Helen Davis. Now I do assume Steve was there too, pretty sure I saw him in the photo, but um, yes, Another special day going on. They only had one event running out of the three on their special day. So very well attended, but yeah, happy National Day, a belated one to Singapore. Mm, and I think it was an attendance record too. Yeah, yeah. Must have been a, a wonderful morning. But, Ollie, now time for us to throw to our roving report. So we've got two coming to you this week, one from Sarah and one from Lyndall the Legendary. How 
everybody, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah here from the West Side, checking in from South Australia this morning. I've come along to event 108 at Palawanaka. At Palawanaka River. Thanks for the correction there. And I'm here with the ED this morning, Greg. Morning. Good morning. Um, thanks for having us this morning. Beautiful course. Uh, we had PK out here for your event 15, I believe, uh, checking in. Um, you just celebrated your second birthday. How's things going? Yeah, no, really, really good. We're, uh, like I said, we've um, built a nice little community here over the last two years. We've got, uh, you know, a regular group of core volunteers who, you know, put their names down to help out every week. You know, we've got people who will, you know, turn up even if they're not running, help with setup and things like that now. And so, you know, they get a volunteer credit for that that they otherwise probably wouldn't have thought they'd get. And um, we've yeah, recently uh, managed to get uh, one of our regular volunteers, Sharon, to um, help us out uh, by taking on the volunteer coordinator role. And she's actually just done her 25th volunteering stint today as well. Um, so congratulations to Sharon on, on reaching that wonderful milestone. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been really, really good. And Beautiful vibe here this morning. We've got some music in the background that you can all probably hear. Um, you did compete with an aeroplane and the, the traffic um, next door. I noticed you came prepared. You've got your microphone. Yes. Um, but can you just quickly describe the course to the listeners? Yeah, uh, so it's a, it's a, I guess it's a, a double sort of dog leg um, course. So you go out, um, run down one side of the river, do a turnaround, you come back up, you go across the river, and then you run down the other side of the river you turn around again, come back across, and uh, back to finish where we started. It's a very flat course, beautiful yep. um, estuary. You call it the estuary, the well, river? It's, a it's, it's a, technically classified yeah. as a river, um, sometimes called a lake. Depends on who you're asking and yep. uh, and what you, you know, what your your preference is. But yeah, generally it's uh, classified as, as a river, um, yep. and it's part of a, I guess a larger river system um, hooks into the Sturt River as well which in itself hooks into the Onkaparinga so it's, okay. it's quite a connected system and it sort of outlets here into the into the beach at, at Glenelg so yep. and sometimes there's dolphins I believe yes yes so generally around springtime um, the dolphins tend to come in they they like to uh, breed in the in the river it's a safe environment for them there's no predators um, they just come in through the, the weir and, uh, yeah, they hang around in here and have their babies and, and then they go off again once, uh, once they've sort of grown up a bit. So, yeah. Beautiful. And I believe there's something exciting happening in November. Can you please fill us in? Yeah. So um, my other half and I, so she's uh, the co-event director with me here. Um, we will have been married for 16 years in November and we've decided to renew our vows. And so we're, because Parkrun's become such a big part of our life, um, we've decided to do that here at Parkrun on the 4th of November. Love that. Um, so it'll be a bit of a wedding theme on the day, you know, try and encourage people to dress up and and stuff and Rochelle and I will tail walk that morning and when we finish and come across the line we'll have a celebrant here to do the officiating and yeah have a proper sort of vow renewal so wonderful so be lots of white dresses on course on the 4th quite, quite, of November quite, quite possibly and everyone's invited <laughs> yeah absolutely anybody who wants to come down um, yeah more than welcome to, to join us for that event yeah. Um, yeah it should be a good day We'll try and see whether or not we can get some, you know, uh, extra food trucks and things like that down here for the day right. as well. And um, we do normally have a little coffee van here, the little blue coffee van. Um, she's uh, over in Europe at the moment, uh, having a well-earned well well break during the 
horrible winter yes. over there in the nice warmth of the summer but yeah. um so yeah so she'll hopefully be here for that and and we'll see if we can get some other food trucks and stuff down Fabulous. here for that day as well so. sounds like a great morning yeah hopefully yeah. it will be thank you well thanks for having us this no morning and thanks thank for coming you in for um, all you do for parkrun no worries and um happy we anniversary for november thank you thanks this morning i'm here with sharon who's celebrating her 25th volunteer this morning well done thank you thank you it's all very exciting so yep my um i love this parkrun i love the parkrun family um i've got adult children who are all runners so to me this is a really important role to support none of my children run here by the way um that's a shame yeah that's right they run at other park runs um every now and then they'll come and make a guest appearance um i really enjoy being involved in a volunteer role um, something i've done all my life in different volunteer roles but this is probably one of my favorites because you get to talk to some awesome people um my my main role is volunteer coordinator um just trying to get people every week just to fill our volunteer spots um sometimes it's tricky especially when it looks like it's going to bucket down with rain and you know but no absolutely love the family here and, and the role that's really good fun so i well, they won't be getting rid of me anytime soon, let's just I'm say. I'm sure they're very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. um, well, thank you for all that you do for Parkrun. You made us feel very welcome oh, when we arrived here this morning. Um, you did a first-timers briefing before the first-timers briefing, yeah. so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and congratulations oh, once again. Thank you, and thanks for coming. G'day, Parkrun adventurers. It is Lyndall, and today I am back on the Kikia Trail. Um, I'm at Wishart Park Run. I'm here for their ninth anniversary and it is another World Cup themed park run anniversary. I've gotten into the spirit. I'm wearing my World Cup shirt, not from this World Cup, but from the Women's Cricket World Cup a few years ago. So look, a bit, bit better than last week. <laughs> now, the athlete's foot is here um, as well as Brooks to celebrate the anniversary. So come up, some of Parkrun's key sponsors. Um, I'm going to have a run and um, then see who I can check in with afterwards. Alrighty, I have caught up with event director and today's run director, Lee. How are you going today? Very well, thank you, Lyndall. That is the way. Now, anniversary today, uh, World Cup theme. We had a few interesting costumes today. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. We saw thought with both the uh, Netball World Cup and the uh, Football World Cup for the women. Uh, it was a great opportunity for people to uh, wear their colours, and uh, we saw, saw lots of different. Uh, countries represented this morning yes now you've got one i think she's a regular park runner here who was all kitted out in her french kit and she said at the briefing that if they didn't win she wasn't going to come back <laughs> do you reckon that's true or do you think she will come back no she's a rusted on park runner that one <laughs> uh, did her first uh, marathon this year at the gold coast and um yeah she, she'll be here next week win lose or draw <laughs> <laughs> that is good to hear. Now, ninth anniversary here. How long have you been involved? What is your story with Wishart Park Run? Um, so I'm the second event director at Wishart. Um, the famous Mr Adrian Royce started Wishart Park ah, Run yes. in uh, 2014 <laughs> and he's got his 500th run coming up uh, in a few weeks actually. So that'll be exciting for him. Um, I've just about done my 300th run and uh, probably 220 of them here at Wishart. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe a few more. Um, 65 odd volunteers and yeah. so I, I just love it and um, I form part of a group of 14 uh, run directors here at Wishart. We've got an amazing group of volunteers that support those run directors uh, and it's a pleasure to be a part of it. 
You're smiling ear to ear right now. Now, something that I did just want to ask you about in the briefing, at the end of your briefing, you encourage the park runners to do something in particular. Can you tell me about that? So that was uh, started by Adrian himself as well. Adrian's a bit of a character. (laughs) But I think it probably takes you back to the roots of why people, why you run. And and, and what we encourage people to do here at Wishart is, as you're heading around the course on any given morning, take time to have a look around and think to yourself, how good is this? (laughs) And uh, I won't lay claim to to uh, creating that. That was uh, from Adrian. Um, But I think it's important to think to yourself how lucky we are to be able to get out and run regardless of your time and uh, in such a beautiful environment like we've got here at Wishart. So take time, have a look around and enjoy your surroundings and enjoy the people and and have a smile. Good on you, Lee. I I loved that because I try to think that as much as I can in my life in general. But I think that quite a lot at Parkrun, how good is this? How good is it? And it is great here. You said look around on the course. The course is a lovely tree-lined course. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, it goes through three different parks here at Wishart and um, they're all interlinked by the Belimba Creek Trail, which runs a big way through Brisbane, this trail, Um, and we get to share um, a small part of that here. So mostly tree-lined Wishart, so it's beautiful in summer. A lot of shade. We share the path with uh, a few scrub turkeys at the moment, and <laughs> so it's nice being uh, in in the middle of uh, Brisbane, but being uh, surrounded by so much bushland. And yeah, it's a, it's a nice undulating course. A few little uh, twists and turns, a little bit of incline in some small bits. It's a, it's what you could probably call a technical course in a, in a way. For if you're uh, yeah. for real runners who are looking to to get a PB, you might not get it at Wishart, yeah. but you'll certainly um, get a nice challenge in a beautiful environment. Indeed. Okay. Is there anything else that you would like? the parkrun adventurers to know about Wishart. We've covered the course, we've covered the vibe here. Anything else? It's probably one of the ones that um, people like to know about is toilets. There's no toilets right at the start, Um, but they're only 800 metres away in two different directions. There's a couple of different options there. Um, There's good coffee close by afterwards, um, and that's that's really, really important. But uh, probably from my point of view here at Wishart, we've just got such a, a great community. Yeah. Stay around for five or ten minutes and afterwards and have a good chat to the people. Um, it's a wonderful community here at Wishart. The course is, I think, one of the nicest courses here in Brisbane with the, with the bushland that you run through. But we all say that about our own yeah. courses. Um, <laughs> and, but, yeah, just take some time and connect with the people here. There's some, some wonderful people. Um, got some really young regulars right up yeah. to a regular here uh, who's 84 years of age, comes every week. So an amazing community to be a part of. So if you come here, take some time to, to connect with some of the people and say good day and introduce yourself and enjoy it. Good on you, Lee. That is brilliant. Thank you so much for talking to, to me. And thank you for what you do for the community here at Wishart and the contribution that you've made to Wishart Parkrun and Parkrun in general. Excellent. Thank you very much for your time. Alrighty. I have caught up with Julian and it is the first ever Parkrun today. How are you going? How was your experience? Uh, it was good, but, you know, it's been 10 years since I've seriously exercised in any form or fashion. So um, I got some shin splints. Um, so I realised I needed to slow down. I tried running for a while, but yeah, went to fast walking instead. So, yeah, first time 
exercising, I, I'm surprised I actually did as well as I did. So, yeah. So. You did great. You're still upright. You're still breathing. You're yeah. still smiling even and laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard that these are good events. Um, my sister goes to them quite regularly. So she's always said, oh, you should go, you should go, you should go. Um, and then um, I, I've been having some lower leg problems and I went to a podiatrist and he said, there's really nothing wrong with your feet. Uh, it's more that you're, you're carrying too much weight, so that's causing issues when you walk, um, but it's all about the weight, not about the feet. Um, and he said, have you ever thought of doing park runs? And this was only on Wednesday. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I've heard about them. I've heard they're good fun. I've heard that they're, you know, they do challenge you a little bit, which is good. So I thought, oh, I'll have a crack and see what happens. Good on you. And you know what? What I liked about you, Julian, is that I pulled up, and this isn't my home park run. I'm, I'm a tourist. And um, as we were walking down to, to get into the briefing, you just came up and said, hi, you look like you've done this before. And you were immediately open to just having a chat. Yeah. And that's what park yeah. run's about too. Yeah, so good yeah, on yeah. you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's just I, I felt like if I'm going to do something, I, I, I tend to sort of go, okay, Let's get into it. Let's find out what I need to know, and then and then go from there. So yeah, I mean, yeah. and you, you, she looks, folks, she looks like a, a serious runner. So I, thought, I knew she, I knew she'd done more than ten years ago, <laughs> and more than me. Yes. So yeah. Well, I'm a bit of a toddler at the moment. I'm just walking a lot and running a little bit, just like you, Julian. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it is for me um, because I am, um, I'm approximately 18 kilos over what I should be for my age I'm 62 and so um, you know I realised that I can either go nuts and kill myself or I can actually take it step by step and make this part of my regular week so make it a make it a habit not a not a have to do kind of thing and, and um, you know nice and early on a Saturday morning um, I've still got the rest of the weekend to do the stuff I need to get done so yeah it works for me um, as opposed to a gym you know, or something along those lines where you've got to go after work or before work and, yeah, um, that sort of thing. This is sort of just, you know, an easy beginning because I do need to, as I say, lose lose about 18 kilos. 15 would be happy. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Now, you've spoken to me today. I'm not going to be here next week. Have yeah. you spoken to anyone? Have you made any other new friends? Well, uh, I, I turned up at the, at the line and, and one of my co-workers, who I work literally on the opposite desk from me, is here and it's his home run. So, uh, yeah, so I'll catch up with him during the week and then, yeah, if he's here, he says he's here pretty regularly. So, yeah, I, I sort of do know somebody, which I didn't know I knew. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good, yeah. That's terrific. Now, you're going to talk to your mate during the week. Are you going to come back next week? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, next week, yeah, shouldn't be a problem. Um, I do travel for work, so sometimes Saturday mornings is a little bit hard, but, you know, yeah, uh, shouldn't be too much of a drama. Yeah. Well, if you're ever away on a Saturday, there are park runs all over the place. Maybe we've got a tourist in the making. Yeah, well, you never know. And, and that's what I liked about park run. When I looked at the website, because I looked up the website and did whatever I needed to do, and I saw, oh, okay, so they're everywhere. I mean, um, I've got family in um, Canada, I've got family in England. So, you know, you never know. <laughs> right, you heard it here first. Um, Julian, adventurer um, in the making. Thank you for talking to me today. Hey, All you. the best with your park run journey. Cheers, hopefully you. I'll see you at another one. Yeah, hopefully. No worries. <laughs> Thanks very much. See ya. Thank you very much to Lyndall and to Sarah. It's nice to hear from some of the RD and, well, ED 
team. Um, and congratulations, Sharon, on your volley milestone. And Ollie, I just note too that uh, Ed Greg out there at Padawalonga River renewing mm. his vows in November at Parkrun. Now, where was he? Where was he when we needed him during <laughs> Palm Twenty Two? <laughs> hey, we, there were some wonderful renewals and and other special events at Palm Twenty Two, weren't there? Oh, so, there were. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true too. Uh, <laughs> um, that's and, right. There's uh, another Palm. Lindell yes. the legendary doing an awesome job as always. That's right. But I tell you what, Mel, uh, who's also been doing a, an, a legendary job, an awesome job, a wonderful job, Dazza. And, uh, yeah, a particularly good cause this week. But Dazza this week said, this week is Rail Safety Week and the theme is Expect the Unexpected. This got us thinking about crazy transport adventures to get to a park run. Did you catch a train today? Come on in and tell us all about your journey to park run. And fittingly, the first one we've got for you doesn't actually reference transport, but uh, we thought it was noteworthy. It was Graham Wilkinson popped in from the UK to say, no crazy transport story for my visit to Agnew Park Run on Saturday, although the park does contain a miniature railway. But with regard to expecting the unexpected, how often do you expect to have a volunteer turn up to your junior park run for the first time on a week when you're the RD and think, oh, I recognise that face. <laughs> and the photo of, of course, was of Graham and said volunteer who just happened to be one Paul St. John Hewitt. That would be pretty amazing. I would be pretty chuffed if he turned up unexpectedly at my junior park run. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> and we heard from the quiz master, Simon McAlee, and he said, my head has just stopped spinning from a quick trip to Sydney to celebrate my great friend Dorota's 250th. And Simon shared a photo of Dorota running in a 250 cape with her little son, Josh, and her cheetah friends. Sorry I couldn't be there, Dorota. I sent Simon. What a job he did. Yeah. Nice job, Simon. Good supporting. Now, we heard also from Kathy Mudge, who said, didn't catch a train, but I drove a long way to Cobar Park Run on my way to Mundy Mundy Bash near Broken Hill. No frame, but there was a nice sign. And the photo shared was of Kathy with Cobar's sign. Now, one thing I didn't get to do was figure out what Mundy Mundy Bash is, but I wonder if it's some sort of outback car rally or something like that, do you think? Sounds like uh, it. Mundy Mundy Bash is a musical event, I believe. Oh. It's a it's a musical festival, but I, I I understand that it does incorporate camping, camper vanning, and and whatnot. But uh, look, I just happened to be chatting with some workmates recently about it, and you should check out the lineup. Well, we should have checked out the lineup, <laughs> um, and. And now it's past tense. Kathy, I hope you enjoyed it for us because oh. it would have been fantastic. Have you checked out the lineup, Mel? No, no, but I want to okay. pin that Monday, Monday bash and let's come back to that. Remind okay. me at the end. All, All right. right. Now, right. Post we'll it. Yep. <laughs> oh, don't write a bloody post it. <laughs> We also heard from Andrew Turner and he said, had a great run at South Sea Park Run in Hampshire with the better half and Herbie, a school friend who I'd never park run with before. It is a flat run along the foreshore with views across the Solent to the Isle of Wight. There was a tailwind for the first half, which became a leg-sapping headwind for the return. <laughs> a handy south for the compass challenge, but I don't think it counts as a, um, a, a sea 
he put the letter C slash SEA for the Pirate Challenge. And Andrew shared a photo of himself, his better half, and Herbie by the beach. Now, actually, I think this is a perfect level up for the Pirate Challenge, Ollie. I think so, yeah. I think it's it's quite fitting, quite fitting indeed. I think anyone from the UK Arr. needs to level up their Parkrun Challenge at South Sea, just like we like to do here at Shipwreck Creek. Is it Shipwreck Creek? No, it's just Shipwreck. shipwreck. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Oh. But staying in the UK, we heard from Callum Burrell, who said, A fabby flake. At Fountains Abbey today, I was doing my 99th different run, jog, walk location while Lindsay did her 300th volunteering occasion. And Callum shared the photo of Lindsay scanning Callum's barcode at Fountains Abbey. Uh, What a picture and what an achievement. Thank you for volunteering, Lindsay, and congratulations. We also heard from Johan Duvenage, and he said, we went off the rails with joy as Wilna Van Eminis went green at Peril Park Run yesterday, and he shared a photo of Vilna, Wilna, Wilna, and himself and friend in front of the 250 flag, and Vilna was holding a 250 mug. They have these great flags over there in South Africa, mm. yeah, that they use for their milestones. So congratulations. We wanted to wish um, a special congratulations to Vilna. Wilna. Yeah. I must find out if it's the V pronunciation or not. Yeah. Mel, I like this one. Greg Moore came in and said, getting on the Matildas bandwagon at Phillip Island Park Run. And the photo was of Greg's son, Ruben, in the selfie frame, holding a Matildas flag till it's done. Yes, excellent. Well done. Go, Tildas. <laughs> we also heard from Fiona Hinch, Hinchliff, Hinchliff. I want to say Hinchcliff, but it isn't, is it? It's Hinchliff. We joined Maitland Park Run this morning, volunteering as tail walker with Catherine Perotta and my little helper. And Fiona shared two photos of herself with her little green dinosaur friend. So <laughs> very cute. Yes. Okay. David Ryan reported in saying three flights for us yesterday to get to Precinct 18 Park Run in Malaysia. After 90 minutes waiting for baggage, they finally let us know it was still sitting in Singapore. Mm. It wasn't doing Park Run in the heat in jeans and a dress shirt, so we had to track down a clothes store. Surprisingly, we found a shop at the airport that was open at 10:30 p.m. and it was selling a bunch of sports gear. We were set for Park Run. And we had a wonderful morning out. Our next challenge is a half marathon tomorrow. Still no baggage, so we'll be shopping for shoes and more clothes tonight if the bags don't arrive. (laughs) Oh, David. Um, But David uh, shared a photo of himself with a group of friends in the selfie frame and uh, one of them is Harry. Yes. Familiar face. He's just popping up all over the place at the moment. Yes. And fun fact, Ollie, I actually met David and his wife at Gin and Deera many years ago when we were <sighs> touristing over Easter to get our G. That was April 2017. I usually don't forget a face. Mm. And I've got the selfie to prove it. Yes. <laughs> but lastly, we heard from Samantha Roberts. No train here, just a quick car trip up the road. Milestone for me today, done my first park run in four months without the aid of a walking stick or friend. And uh, she said, insert, happy dance with a smiley face. 
and uh, there was a picture of Samantha crossing the finish line. Now I looked up where this was. It was at Yarra Bilba. Yes. Should I even ask if you can find the envelope? <laughs> I can find the envelope. It's this different colour one. Uh, no, hang on. Give me a second. Um, yes. Yes, I do have an envelope. Good. All right. Well, don't keep us in suspense. Okay. And the Obi goes to? Lindsay. <laughs> Not Callum, but Lindsay. The 300 volunteering occasion uh, gets the OB. Um, we don't care if it's not a real thing. It's uh, pretty impressive in our eyes. That's right. But congratulations on your flake nonetheless. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Taking nothing away. That's right. That's right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in Daz's this parkrun day just gone and over the weekend. But, Mel, other people that joined other parkrunners around the globe, uh, there were plenty of them. So um, how are we looking in the Adventurers Club? The Adventurers Consolidated Club report for Saturday, the 12th of August, 2023. Of a total of 448 members, 359 took part on this date in nine countries across 167 locations. In the UK, there were adventurers at 26 events, three in the USA, and South Africa, Malaysia, Ireland, Netherlands, and Singapore each had one. Locally, we had adventurers at... Drum roll. It was a tie. Victoria, New South Wales, both on 33 events. There were 31 in Queensland. SA had 14. WA and the North Island, six. Five in the ACT, three in Tassie, and one each on the South Island and Northern Tree. Largest fronts internationally. Jasmine Dean in the UK had four adventurers with Helen and Andy Rutter, Cass Castleton and Claire Winyazik. Locally, the largest front was at Centennial with 21 adventurers being Jack and Claire Corkle, Chris Fraser, Craig and Rebecca Ryan, Rebecca Bailey, Oliver Spake, Sherry and Jason Cottle, Rex Green, Joe McLean, Jen Arnold, Stephen and Joshua Jackson, myself, Ingrid Botha, Andrew Blander, Galen Cooper and Peter, Sonia and Oscar Pullman. And uh, what I didn't mention was that it was particularly nice to be started by M. So thank you, M and Brendan, f for volunteering. But uh, how about that Shell Harbour style launch, hey? Huh? The timekeeper, Mel. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. Yes. I understand. Oh, and Helen did post about her front in Dazzers with photos yes. of the front of four with the pop-up sign, herself at the finish line, in her adventurous shirt, and Sean the Sheep, which I assume must be one of those public art trails like Tok was discovering during his UK vacay. But uh, he was sh he was chasing morph. Mm. Anyway. Seems to be lots of those things to explore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, lots lots going on and more launches, Mel. Five, we believe, across the world mm. this week, thanks to our informant who's had a quick look for us tonight. Now, I do believe they are as follows. Butter Trail in Canada, Corner Brook Stream Trail also in Canada, and three in South Africa, Linfield, um, on the 
You're going to on say Deport. that one? On Deport campus in South Africa and Red Point Church. And we also noticed a couple of um, interesting mm. things about a couple of those South African ones, Ollie. Yes. Yeah, that looked, there are some interesting course maps in there. Yeah, on Deport campus, it looks like it's around a university campus. So perhaps That's one right. of those university mm. challenges. Mm. Yes, we know someone that will be um, thinking about that one. Don't we, Alison? <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't have a university in the name. True. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I wonder if an O is a thing. Oh, oh, Johan, isn't an O a thing in South Africa? You haven't got an O. Oh. I'm oh. sure Johan was looking at getting an O while he was over in Australia. There we go. I could have there it we wrong. Go. But I think that's that's my memory. Anyway, um, also Red Point Church seems mm. to be quite interesting bowl of spaghetti course. <laughs> that's right a couple of turns in there and uh, a whole lot more yeah yes. so if you're uh, interested yeah check out those course maps on the event pages but yes five more baby events welcome to the park run family but looking forward ollie time to look forward september is upon us yeah i mean you were you were mentioning the magpies but uh, something else comes to mind when we talk september doesn't it it's it's that time it, well, it's nearly that time. It's getting close to that time. It's almost streaky September. Yeah, so we need to get our thinking caps on so that we can put together a bingo card. Um, so we're on it. Never fear, adventurers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, look, here's your opportunity. If you have suggestions, you want to see things on the bingo card, you wish to suggest those for consideration, then please send us an email and we'd love to hear. But, Mel, I'm conscious some people may not have a clue what we're talking about with a bingo card and Streaky September. Uh, sounds fun. What's it all about? I hear you asking. Uh, well, <laughs> Streaky September is something that has been long associated with this podcast and started by our fellow and original hosts, Scotty and Mel. And... Um, Look, it's completely voluntary. It's it's just for fun, just for kicks, and it's something that every September we we promote, we do, and we share with all of you. And really, it's quite simple. All you need to do is complete two kilometres or more. You might walk it, you might run it, you might ride it, you might do something other incredible kind of activity that uh, is your equivalent. Uh, but two kilometres is is our benchmark. And the fun of it is that you can connect with other adventurers and other streakers who are enjoying that. Uh, there has been for a number of years now a Facebook group affiliated with Streaky September that has carried on the fun for an incredible amount of time for those impressive people that um, don't seem to be able to give up streaking, Mel. I know, yes. Is it a support group? <laughs> <laughs> It's the, yes. There's a bunch of diehards, and, and every September they I'm get just jealous. inundated <laughs> with um, all us uh, wannabes who mm. get on the bandwagon and flood their feed for the month with all our photos. But that's the idea: jump onto the streaky September group and um, interact and share your photos every day of your streak. And uh, support each other to be active. Yeah, keep listening in. So you have 24 hours every day, 24 hours to complete your your streak. Um, but if that's not enough fun for you, that's where the bingo card comes in. B-I-N-G-O-E. 
Yeah, and if you do wonder why it's spelt with an A on the end, it just is because Scotty couldn't spell. (laughs) (laughs) It just is. And that will be providing you your challenges, your level ups. And um, we, uh, I don't know, I don't know if we can promise fun, but we'll certainly try. (laughs) Uh, So stay tuned for that bingo card. Now it comes time to look forward to next week. Mm. Where will you be, need we ask, Oliver? <laughs> well, I, I guess, yeah, in, in the weeks gone by, I have had a visit home, but I, I didn't even mention I did complete, you know, little old me, my 49th different event. Um, oh. So I'm trying to earn my stripes with this um, Here Adventuring podcast and and. Do, do an adventure now and then. I made it to Varsity Lakes up there in, um, is it Bunjalung country? Oh. I can't. Sounds um, impressive. I should have done my research, but yes. uh, up on the Gold Coast there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, had a lovely time there. Uh, but on my travels, that was the only adventure I managed. So um, it's home again. It's home again for me this weekend. Uh, we will have another one in the team run directing this weekend because we finally rounded up Beck Bailey. And uh, she's putting on the RD vest. Excellent. Hmm. Well, I am going to be heading back to Diamond Creek Park Run, um, which probably is on Wurundjeri Country because it's out in the Westerfolds area, Mm. out that side of town. So I will be attending there to meet up with Craig Ryan. He is running his 250th. So if you are in the general vicinity or you feel like coming and joining the fun out at Diamond Creek... You're most welcome. And happy 250, Craig. Uh, yes. So, anyway, housekeeping, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Oliver. Well, funny you say that. I've got a post-it here that says Monday, Monday bash. Did I write that down? Did you look it up? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. You'd like to know who who's performing or who performed? Uh, oh, no. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, I've, got, I've had an idea. and the idea was um i I haven't read this past you yet but you love it when i do this right yeah yeah i I say yay yes (laughs) i think we need to create a master document listing festivals and events of interest that Mm. you might be able to align with your parkrun tourism so if we create um, a, a document like through our adventures email like we can do a, a google doc Mm. Can't we? And then we could pin it to Facebook, I think, on our page, mm-hmm. and we could add things. Like, for example, every August, the second Sunday of the month is City to Surf. It is. Yeah, so that could be under August. So if you were thinking on, if you had this the second weekend in August free and you wanted to know where might I go to adventure, oh, maybe I'll choose a Sydney event and I can double it up with City to Surf. Also, there's one in, oh, Sonia, I've forgotten what it's called, Jumpers and Jazz. Is that what it oh. is? In Warwick, I think it is. Anyway, You can hear the tapping in the background here. I'm looking. Yep, <laughs> that's right. There's all sorts of festivals in towns all over Australia. Let's collate them all into a document that we can use as a reference material so that if we want to go on a trip in August, let's see what's on around the country in August and, yeah, maximise our adventuring um, experience. So that was my idea. Yes, and we can add the bash. 
Hmm. That's a great idea. So uh, I, I suspect we might get a few suggestions. Yes, um, so let us know. Which is an invitation, yes. Yes, please write in and um, help me to start to c- compile this one. Ollie, can you write somewhere that dash? Uh, hang on a second. Not just I'll on just your grab post-it a post-it. No, it. no, yep. no, 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 no. Um, oh, oh in the notes. Yes. Yes, okay, okay. Oh, gosh, because you've got those post-its everywhere. <laughs> Is there a problem? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does sometimes become problematic. Oh, oh, sorry. Because last week, like, it was like an announcement that was like not expected, but it's out there now. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, um, yeah, yeah, good point. About April the 13th? Yes. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, it's, I suppose it was getting time. So it was, it was good to let people know when, when Palm would be. But, uh, Mel, does that mean that we shouldn't tell them that it's going to be in Toowoomba? <gasps> As always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures.